This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Oh, my God. Come on, November 1st, people. November 1st. What are we doing? It's, it's 54 days away. 54 <laughs> days away. It's so many days oh. until I can use the holidays. No, not prepared for this. No, no, not, no. Not, no, no. Aaron's happy with it. I mean, I love but it. It's like endorphins lo- for me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Aaron's Aaron's high on Christmas music. Don't don't mind her the rest of the show. I feel jolly else already. Once. Oh! <laughs> Ran out of jolly. QL Daily presented by BetMGM. And uh, I guess your favorite legal cannabis retailer, depending on what state you're in. Uh, it, no. <laughs> in for Eddie Gross, it's Chris Mack alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. Sean Zarillo of the Action Network joins us in 20 minutes to talk about Game 5 of the World Series. The Rangers close out the D-backs tonight. Our lightning bets before we wrap up the show as well here in the final hour. We talked Thursday night football earlier, Steelers-Titans, but... There are other games where we've got some line movement. Some of these may play well as teasers as well. Um, I want to start with one that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet as far as the game specific. We've talked plenty about because of the trade deadline and the Cardinals dealing Josh Dobbs to the Minnesota Vikings, guys, um, that maybe the Vikings, and look, they're sitting in playoff positioning position right now as the seventh seed in a really – ugly NFC playoff picture, Uh, but they're headed to Atlanta this weekend. Doesn't sound like Dobbs is the plan at quarterback this week, which is kind of strange to me that they wouldn't just throw him right in and let him take over, but that's not the plan. Sounds like it's Jaron Hall again against Atlanta this weekend. Um, And that line has moved from Atlanta by four and a half all the way up to five and a half in most spots now. So, Atlanta laying five and a half, but at home, Minnesota with the hope of a new quarterback on the horizon, Joe, but it looks like not playing yet. That's the part that gets me about this one. Like Atlanta in an odd number to to move to five and a half too here. Um, I I don't understand why the Vikings aren't just throwing Dobbs in there and seeing what they can get out of them now. I am trained to not believe anything coaches are saying. So what I'm hearing on a Wednesday morning, I don't know that I'm going to buy into all that. It would not surprise me if Dobbs is out there, or maybe there's going to be a short leash in that game. How long was Dobbs in Arizona before he was starting game one? It was maybe a week or two. That trade happened right before the season started, right? So Mm -hmm. Dobbs has dealt with this in the past, and he has better weapons. It wouldn't surprise me if there's some sort of a change, or it's maybe he ends up being – a second half guy that they go to. And that's a situation where maybe you live bet. If you see that they make a switch and Dobbs, Dobbs is the guy they'd obviously be trailing in that game. Uh, that That's where I would go with those weapons. Uh, maybe it's a wait and see. O'Connell doesn't want too much, put too much pressure on him. Let's see if he can get up to speed with everything that they would want to do in that matchup. Uh, but yeah, I'm also surprised like Dobbs could handle this, especially with Hawkinson and Addison and and everything they've got going on there and a terrific play caller. So I am surprised because by making this mid season move, 
it told all of us, Aaron, that the Vikings are not tanking. They're not giving up on this season. And, you know, I've been pushing against it. I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Cousins is gone. Maybe that era is not completely over. Yeah, I thought it was going to be over and they weren't really going to try. I mean, it seemed like they weren't destined to make the playoffs. And it was a shame because they had just started to kind of get things all together. And then it was just one thing after the other for Minnesota. I'm still scratching my head about the Dubs signing and just knowing that Kevin O'Connell was a quarterback, was a quarterback's coach. I'm intrigued to see what happens with this connection. And maybe you're right. Maybe he will be out there and maybe they just don't want to put all this pressure on him. See how quickly he can learn the playbook and what progress they see from him this week. And maybe they will change their minds. So I'm going to stay away from betting the spread right now. Maybe this is more of a props game. Do we know, is it going to be Heineke who's starting on the other side? Um, a lot of question marks all the way around in this matchup. They said right after the game that Ritter is still their guy. Heineke said the same thing. Arthur Smith said this, that as well. So they obviously got together and said, this is the plan for the post game. We're all going to say this, but maybe we'll start to get some information. Was he really injured? Was he really cleared? That's all up in the air. Do we have to have an NFC South champion? Can't we just relegate the I don't entire division one. this year? I don't want I mean, that. I don't can, Alab- can Alabama still win the NFC South later on BetQL Daily? Um, the other <laughs> side of this thing, and, and this is the most Josh Dobbs has ever been talked about, um, but Arizona <laughs> now <laughs> with without a quarterback. Um, and Cleveland laying eight at home against the Cardinals. You got the whole traveling east thing with the Cardinals. You got the quarterback change. You got the fact that the Cardinals are the Cardinals. I don't think we see Kyler Murray this week. There's always that outside chance. I don't know. This seems like a great teaser spot. If I could tease Cleveland down to to just lay two, there's no way they beat Arizona by anything less than a field goal. Um, Low total on this game, too, 37 and a half, Joe. Did the Cardinals freak out when they won a game? Oh, my God. We might not not get the number one pick. It's a one-game gap between them and a handful of other teams. Uh, for that worst record it feels like they did like what do we do um bench Dobbs uh, get him out of here we can't bring Kyler up what about this Clayton Toon guy let's just go to him he's probably the third best quarterback on the roster let's make him number one that's what they did this week like they benched Dobbs before they traded Dobbs did Dobbs deserve to be benched well his, his play wasn't what it was in the first few weeks but that was kind of expected your point about teasers Yes, if you follow the numbers, there are a lot of spots. Low totals and the point spreads are sitting in ranges that we really like for teasers. Very short favorites, so you take the dog and you move it through the three and the seven. But I'm thinking about what we're going to see on Thursday. Do you trust all of these backup quarterbacks to get teasers home? That's Mm. the part. One, like the numbers might make sense with to- a game with the total in the low 40s, high 30s. Numbers-wise, it makes sense. But you get one blowout the wrong way, and it could throw your entire teaser out of whack. I think that's the challenging part this week. Once we figure things out with the quarterback situations, okay, how much do you trust it? How much do you trust mm-hmm. Levis to cover the eight and a half if you're going to start a teaser with that Thursday game? It's a good point. And it kind of 
has me thinking uh, for our Friday best bets. I might be looking at a lot of offensive players, specifically on the Cardinals unders on their props because against this Browns defense, I feel like a lot of guys might be going under or with any of these unknown uh, quarterbacks that might be starting. uh, Once we know for sure, I'd be looking at some unders probably prop wise. Yeah, that's that's a good idea because it, it, you know the what would you say the total is on on Steelers Titans as an example oh, 36, it's like 36 and a half. Oh my yeah. goodness. Disgusting. I, I mean, yeah. That's the, that's in line with the rest of the week, the guys. Ten West. Yeah, yeah, you're look, right. That's, look, that's thir- 37 and a half Minnesota Atlanta, Arizona Cleveland, Giants Raiders, uh 39 and a half you got Rams Packers. My god. This is terrible. Jesus. Well, I mean, it, I mean it, 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 it kind of follows what we've seen this year. Scoring's down. We've yeah, got fewer touchdowns. Like uh, Scott Hansen, I think, could probably take extended meal breaks on red zone some weeks. Like there's just Good. There's not <laughs> as <laughs> there's not as much action. And you, you get to a week like this, and all of a sudden, you know, when we see 36 and a half, like what's the big the only team that I've seen routinely hit the upper 40s and 50 in totals is Miami and what to a lesser the Chiefs will still get you close to fit in those two playing each other over in Germany on Sunday morning that totals at 50 and a half you know you'll see the Bills occasionally depending on where they are mm-hmm. and who they're playing get to the upper 40s 50s but it's like we've taken the offense this week and basically funneled it all into two or three games right like I mentioned, yep. Chiefs, Dolphins. We got Bills, Bengals, um, Cowboys, Eagles to a slightly lesser extent. And then you look around, and I mean, Colts, Panthers, forty-four. I'll have the under, please. Like Bucks, Texans. That one's at forty. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of ugly. To- Rams, Packers is thirty-nine and a half. Um, Vikings, Falcons. We mentioned that one. There are some. There this is going to be an ugly weekend of football if you like offense. Yeah, it's so you get three great games, and that means you've got six top level teams, top one, yeah. two tier teams, and so everybody else has to play somebody. And so that's <laughs> why the other games are a lot of trash. But that's okay. I'll deal with that to get potentially three great matchups: Dallas, Philly, Buffalo, Cincinnati. The other part of that conversation with teasers is typically you want those low total games. And you don't want to look at the high total games. However, the high total games, I'm telling you, oh, Chris, you know what, though? I know we're not supposed to put high total games in teasers, but you can tease Buffalo to plus eight and a half. You can tease Miami to plus eight and a half. That's tempting. That's tempting because those teams, they have enough offensively to, of course, stay in those games. You can tease Dallas to plus nine, but remember the last time they faced a good team, what happened against San Francisco. Yeah, that, I don't trust that one. Gonna be tough. That's going to be tough for people. I mean, I yeah, kind of like breaking the rules and living on the wild side, though. It sounds you know. kind of fun, those, those two you uh, threw out there. <laughs> I, I'm not touching Dallas with with – uh, so anybody Mm-mm. else's bankroll like let alone my own sorry i'm not i'm not going near that thing this week that game as a whole is just i'll i'll sit back with the popcorn like one of those memes and sit there and watch it it'll be fun to see what happens do the eagles continue to find something does aj brown hit his 125 yard mark 
does Dak melt down and become Dak? A, a ton of great questions, <laughs> ton of different angles to that game to watch for, but I'm not betting on anything. That game is a complete and total. It could go anywhere, absolutely anywhere. So the interesting part to me is when you set preseason point spreads for every game on the season before the year starts, this was what? Philly minus three. On the look ahead last week, it's Philly minus three. Right now, it's Philly minus three. This is always what the line was going to be. It is rock solid. And to your point, if we get a final score where the Eagles win by three on a Jake Elliott kick, I don't think anybody would be surprised. Like, so I understand from that perspective. Uh, these two, two of the three, what we think will be strong matchups this weekend. Dallas, a team that punches down, a team that smashes the teams they're supposed to beat up. But when you raise a level of competition, they've had their issues. So is that going to happen again? Same can be said for Miami this year. When they face bad teams, average teams, kill them. Straight up against the spread, destroy them. And then when they face those top playoff teams, the title contenders, they are nowhere to be found, like in that Buffalo game, right? Uh, So – Those two teams have a lot to prove, and that's why uh, they're the short underdogs this weekend. So no Dolphins teaser? I mean, you can. (laughs) You can. I'll be on Kansas City minus two and a half with Brad. Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah, this is is too rich of a bounce-back spot for the Chiefs. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Mahomes is healthy, over the flu or whatever. Kelsey probably flies Tay-Tay over to Germany to hang out with him for the week. It's Got 4-0 it. when, when, when Taylor Swift shows up to games. I mean, this is, this is everything the NFL wants and more, by the way, from a publicity perspective. The chance to have Taylor Swift all over everybody's televisions at 10 in the morning uh, on an international game. Oh, my God. They can't wait for this thing. Uh, but as far as the line goes, yeah, this is a She's going. spot for the Chiefs. She's going, right? She has to. It's an island game. Yeah, everybody's going to wake up. An excuse to go to Germany. I think she's going to be there. What if that's the reason they're traveling late in the week? Get Tay-Tay all set up. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Accommodate her schedule? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Maybe. That, that, you know what? Then you give me a Dolphins win, and we can start the Taylor Swift distraction storylines. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Her international tour starts November 9th in Argentina. What if she cancels mm. the tour so she can just be with Travis all the no. time? No. She oh, can oh, do oh, what oh. she wants. <laughs> the Swifties true. will be fine with it. It was I still oh. I still can't believe that Chiefs Vikings game, watching that game in Minnesota and seeing the Swifties get Vikings jerseys that were at the game of of Swift. Like no, she doesn't want the Vikings to win. I understand you're a Vikings fan, but why? Why? They're a different the, breed. The first time can she cancels a show to go to a Chiefs game, the Swifties will turn on Kelsey so fast, it'll get ugly yeah. real quick. Game five, World Series tonight. Game four was, speaking of ugly, last night. Can the Rangers close it out tonight? We ask Sean Zarillo of the Action Network. Next, right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.